Hello, beautiful people. This is Cindy Presgrace with Real Estate Divorce Single Parent. Okay, and I'm so excited. Okay, I can't wait to tell you guys, but my book is finally published. Hard copy. All right, so it's called Becoming Successful in Real Estate. How I Sold My First 15 Million as a Single Parent. Yes, if you think you cannot do anything as a single parent, you are wrong completely. And don't let anybody else tell you that because you know what? They are wrong. They are wrong. (laughs) All right. So this year I closed the year with, well, 2021, I closed it with $12.3 million. And in the book so far this month, I have, as of now, 1.3 closing this month, which is not bad at all, you know, it's, but I work my butt off, I have systems, I have different things that I'm not doing the same thing as every other agent. The important thing is to actually educate your clients. You know, you want them to be like, hey, I've been seeing a lot of people, if you're looking to sell a house, sell a house with me. Okay, people, have you checked on them? Have you actually done anything else that differentiates you than any other agent? And you know what? I'm going to tell you a secret. Some people don't even know how to be agents. So what are you actually doing? And like today I found out someone, he has a team and I was like, he doesn't even do a vision board. This was the first time he actually did a vision board. But if you don't have your goals, if you don't set yourself goals, how do you know where are you going to reach? And that was my goal. Like whenever I started real estate, I had no idea that I was actually going to love it. I was afraid. Honestly, I was scared. And I never imagined making the money that I'm doing now. But believe me, it the money's good. But it comes with a lot of heartbreaks. Uh, I mean, heartbreaks, mental breakdowns. um, A lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of freaking work. And a lot of people don't value them. Don't value that completely. But what type of agent do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And who do you want to follow? And who do you surround yourself with? So those are things that I've actually like. I look into completely. But I, I see myself as the unicorn because I like to differentiate myself completely from everybody else. I don't like being the same. I don't like to do the same things. I have like, I like to make people feel like, hey, you know what? They're taken care of. And I do take care of people completely. Um, like, well, I was, I just came back from Louisiana. I'm licensed in the state of Louisiana. And I went to two real estate consultations okay so he's like okay so let me give you an example um one was virtual the other one was with pictures and all that and like send me pictures okay I'm gonna tell you this I'm gonna tell you this little story so this guy he's like this contractor is wanting me to sell my house for 215,000 I'm like look dude stop there I'm gonna stop you there because he's taking advantage of you how do you know that all right, and I showed him the comps in the area. 
And Louisiana, they go by square footage. But I was like, by comps, like the price and all that and the square footage. He's like, wow, I'm not doing that at all. Okay, just put a little bit of makeup on it. Okay, when I'm talking about makeup on a house, I'm talking about, okay, change the light fixtures, change the countertops. You don't have to do extraneous things completely at all. Okay, in some circumstances, and there's a house that I saw, and please, please, please don't be upset. But you probably, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Please, 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 please don't be upset with me. Okay, so have you ever seen the movie called Scarface? That's what it reminded me. Okay, like the sinks and all that, they look like Scarface. Like it, it was kind of like, kind of weirdish, I would say, but it wasn't bad at all. But it needed to be a little bit of updated. He's going to be living in that house for two and a half years. He does keep his houses. So it would actually be convenient for him to actually upgrade it. I mean, a weekend project or so forth, make it really nice. Yeah, definitely. He can do that. But he doesn't have to spend that much money. You know, there's different things that you can do to actually improve your house. You don't have to go all crazy. Unless it's your forever home, then we'll talk differently there. But I want to talk about my book now and how can it help you completely succeed as a real estate agent. And it was kind of to my astonishment that I found out there's a lot of agents that are not doing that well. Um, I, you know, like I said, I'm a single parent. I do a lot for my kids. But it's important for me to be successful because if I'm not successful, who's going to pay the bills? I don't have a sugar daddy. Nope. I look, it's almost three o'clock in the morning. I'm still up. I don't have anybody telling me, hey, come and lay down with me. Nope. Sorry. So I have responsibilities. That is me. And yes, you're being like, okay, I do also have responsibilities. But what is the difference between you and I? I think outside the box. I probably do. I don't know. People like me, I guess. I am not pushy, but I like to build relationships, meaning at all levels, it doesn't matter where you're at, but it's about talking to people. Look, I mean, there's a house I'm going to be listing this month and he's my neighbor. I mean, his mom passed away, but we have been talking about it for two years. I mean, there's no hurry. There's no hurry. It's always being truthful with people. So one of the things that I'm going to tell you a little bit about my book here, um, it does, it is a small one. Um, I like, I like what I put on the, uh, on one of the pages, on the, one of the first pages, I'm going to read it to you guys. It says years as a real estate agent doesn't make you the best agent. The number of transactions you close on a yearly basis is what defines you. So if you think you're a first-time agent, you're a first-year, but what about the experience? Okay. Experience is really, really important. But the years in real estate is not going to make you have experience. It's a number of transactions as a real estate agent. Because if you don't have, let's say, I think I closed like 30 five transactions 2021 so every circumstances every circumstance every 
issue that I had, it was an experience because every transaction was different. It was not the same. Like, oh, let me just copy and paste that. Oh yeah, that's so easy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, look, I want to tell you when you have a client that is actually about to freaking close, that this lender has worked his butt off in order for him to get freaking pre-approved, and you're telling me you're freaking buying a freaking iPhone. Two days before closing, you're about to lose the house because you bought an iPhone? Are you freaking kidding me? Okay, we can do this. The builder doesn't know that, but you know what? There's something, a stipulation in the contract saying, hey, you know what? If we delay this because we're using a third-party lender, we're not using the builder's lender, we have the right to terminate. We're not going to extend. Okay, what the heck do I do there? Just buy the iPhone. Keep the iPhone. You can live in the iPhone, right? All right. Problem solved. All right. Now he calls me the day before closing. He's like, because it would have to be delayed, we blame it on the appraiser. Okay, it's actually true. The appraisal appraiser did not come to the appraisal on time, okay? Things happen, things get delayed. There's ways of doing this, these things, okay? Don't blame me. <sighs> okay. Um, let's talk about the day before closing. He calls me, he's like, I'm at the furniture store. I need to buy furniture. Okay. You cannot buy furniture right now. What is wrong with you? Don't you dare swipe that card. Don't you dare have them. No, 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 no. But I, I need to sleep in a place. I need to have furniture in my house. Do I, where do you want me to sit? On the floor? Yes, I do want you to sleep on the floor. Right now, after we close, after we close, you can do whatever you want to, but you got to spend, you got to wait 48 hours after freaking closing to make sure that everything's good to go. Oh, do you just want me to sleep on the floor? Okay, if you are going to sleep on the floor, where the hell are you actually going to put that furniture? But I need furniture. Okay, so you're going to put the furniture outside the house because you won't be able to have a house in order to put your furniture in there? Oh, you just mean... It's not being mean. It's common sense, people. Common sense. Okay, that was one of them. I mean, yeah, one of them. 2021. So now I'm going to tell you if you did not have that experience under your belt, what would you have done? I would love to see. I would love to read your comments on this one. Okay. That's one of them I can think of right now. Because I know that was that was recent. So transactions under your belt are more meaningful than years of experience. I have over 100 transactions under my belt in the past three and a half years that I've been in real estate and none of them have been the same. None of them. I have another transaction back in 2000. 
2019, I started working with this really, really nice couple. This property had two easements, two easements on the front, on the side, or was it three? I can't remember the story about the right much, but, and the easement was to the front of the garage, right? Recently this year, I had something similar, completely similar. An investor, this couple of weeks ago, um, he wanted to buy this property and we found out that the property lines were 14 feet in front of the house. Yep. Her ex-husband had resurveyed the property and left her 14 feet in front of the house. The husband lost the property to foreclosure to the bank. And now the new owners did not want to go ahead and just have that resurveyed. Nothing. So in that situation, I told my, my investor, walk away from the property. It's not worth it, honestly. If they don't want to do anything, they want to be complicated and all that, you know what? Forget about it. Yep. So in that case, that is experience. You need to go to the county. You can go online to the county, do your investigation, do your research, ask questions. And sometimes you cannot trust the listing agent at all. Okay. I have another example. I sold a property here in my, in my subdivision. I don't want to give that example. Um, but it's communication too. I have a really good relationship with my builder, with a builder that built my house. So if anything goes wrong, I'm like, hey, ring, ring, how you doing? Can you help me out, please? You know, I'm an agent and I really don't like that, especially when people know where I live. They are really nice to me. So that's good. So it's like I said, it's knowing to it's knowing a way of finding a solution and not saying no. Yes, there's sometimes when you ex, you actually exhaust every single possibility. You just have to say, look, we can't do anything. There's nothing we can do right now. We just have to wait a little bit or until you have money completely. So yeah, that's that's you know, experience is going to help you with that. And some people don't have that experience. Some people think that real estate is just about putting pretty signs and selling and say, oh yeah, look at me buy a house. I love this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me open the door. <clears throat> All right. So if I'm just showing houses and selling and just opening doors and putting signs on them, does that mean that I need to know more about the house? Of course you do. You need to know about the roof. You need to know about, okay, I, w- I had a listing appointment in Savannah. My, it was a house in Savannah. Let's put it that way. And this lady, she's lived there for 15 years and 15 and a half years. Great equity. She can make a lot of money, but she didn't want to do anything to the house. When you saw this house, this house was a piece of crap. Okay, you're like, wow, why are you saying that? She's never changed the roof. She's never checked the water heater. And that freaking HVAC, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Because it was so freaking dirty. Oh, and the countertops, the 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 cabinets, they, they had like a lot of water stains. This is like on the doors. I have no idea how you get water stains on the door. 
The carpet needed to completely be replaced. Okay, have you done any maintenance? We've lived here for 15 and a half years. You haven't upkept the house completely. Oh, and they they had put a a price of they wanted a three hundred seventy five thousand dollar home. They want they want to sell that for for that. I would tell her, lady, you know what? You even have to actually pressure wash your house. Your house have not been has not been taken care of at all. It looks like a dump. I went ahead and sent her everything that needed to be done to the house. If she wanted to list the house with me. She tells me, well, um, I, I might go with another agent. I'm like, okay, fine. Good for me. That's fine. Because I mean, you're not getting, you're not getting 375 for this house. Oh, why do you say that? But the house down there sold for, for more than that. And I want this. But your house is not in the condition. I haven't heard from her yet. But then again, this is like Friday, New Year's Eve. So I might hear something from her tomorrow or follow up with her. But in my case, I really don't want to work with her because I know she's going to be a pain in the butt. I mean, there's, I mean, even if you saw like the roof, the ceiling, it had like, it needed to have like taped and painted and all that. She has not done anything in that house. Um, also there's a lot of junk and that's really important too. So if you didn't have that experience and you sold one house a year, then how are you going to gain that experience? How are you going to know from the different markets? Cause this is in Savannah. I'm in Gainesville. Yeah, I do know that market. Okay. Now I go to, uh, Louisiana. It's a totally different market. So experience is really, really important. So if you're a real estate agent, then I would say try to gain as much experience as possible. Network, talk to other agents, learn from other agents. That's really important. And read my book. It's only a 91 page book, but it's actually going to tell you, it's going to give you things. Some people don't even have CRM. So, I mean, one of the things is that I actually put in my, like, there's a first time, first time for, uh, first time for everything. Chapter eight, right? Okay. So here we have, listen to your client. That's number one. Number two, always ask questions. Be nosy. Ask all the questions. Are you going to move? Are you going to be moving? Is there something going through um, your life right now? Do you have money issues? Um, have you missed any payments on your home? Know the client's needs. Know your value. Don't ever depreciate your value. That's really important. Don't be salesy. And there's always a solution to a problem. Believe me, there is. Sometimes there's not, but sometimes like run. So, you know, those are some things that need to be actually addressed and talked about. But then are you actually getting your client pre-approved before you actually sell a house? Hmm. Why should you get them pre-approved? Oh no, they already own a house. Why should you? No, because you need to know if they are qualified to own a house, to 
buy a new house. Because if they're not, then that's not good. Then where are they going to go once you put the house in the market? I mean, once that contract is, once that, once that house is under contract, then they actually have to sell it. And the, the buyer can actually sue them. So think about those things too. So it's about thinking, putting your client first ahead in anything and everything. So, I mean, there's a lot of value to this book completely because it's going to teach you, it's going to tell you things that you haven't thought about. Like, do you even have an LLC? Do you know what an LLC is? So how are you keeping your contacts? When was the last time you follow up with your, with your clients? How, are you reaching out to your past clients? Hmm. No, right? How are you getting a message? How are you putting out there that you're a real estate agent? Are you actually putting that like, buy from me, sell with me? No, are you really? Hmm. So there's a lot of things to learn. What about a handwritten note? Do you know what a handwritten note is? When was the last time you sent one? Hmm. Right? So, I'll, I, I mean, I'll just give you guys like little tips here and there from the book, but it's better off to just go ahead and read it. Read it and never doubt yourself because you know what? At the end of the day, you're the one that's going to end up with you and you and you. Nobody else. Your decisions is something that you actually should think about. And sometimes people are going to say, no, don't do it. It's not going to be worth it. But once you make that decision, it can actually change your whole life. So I'm going to leave it at there. This is Cindy Pressgrace with Real Estate Divorce Single Parent talking about my first published book by the most amazing author. And motivational speaker, Cindy Pressgrace, Becoming Successful in Real Estate, How I Sold My First 15 Million as a Single Parent. So have a beautiful day. 